0: Marry him myself, and were he but one degree less contemptibly weak, I certainly should. But I must own myself rather romantic in that respect, and that riches only will not satisfy me. The event of all this is very provoking. "'Sir James is gone, Mariah highly incensed, and Mrs. Mannering insupportably jealous, "'so jealous in short and so enraged against me, that in the fury of her temper "'I should not be surprised at her appealing to her guardian if she had the liberty of addressing him. "'But there your husband stands, my friend, and the kindest, most amiable action of his life "'was throwing her off for ever on her marriage.' Keep up his resentment, therefore, I charge you. We are now in a sad state. No house was ever more altered. The whole family are at war, and Mannering scarcely dares speak to me. It is time for me to be gone. I have therefore determined on leaving them, and shall spend, I hope, a comfortable day with you in town within this week. "'If I am as little in favour with Mr. Johnson as ever, "'you must come to me at number 10, Wigmore Street. "'But I hope this may not be the case, "'for as Mr. Johnson, with all his faults, "'is a man to whom that great word respectable is always given, "'and I am known to be so intimate with his wife, "'his slighting me has an awkward look. "'I take town in my way to that insupportable spot, "'a country village, "'for I am really going to Churchill.' "'Forgive me, my dear friend. It is my last resource. "'Were there another place in England open to me, I would prefer it. "'Charles Vernon is my aversion, and I am afraid of his wife. "'At Churchill, however, I must remain till I have something better in view. "'My young lady accompanies me to town, "'where I shall deposit her under the care of Miss Summers in Wigmore Street, "'till she becomes a little more reasonable.' She will make good connections there, as the girls are all of the best families. The price is immense, and much beyond what I can ever attempt to pay. Adieu. I will send you a line as soon as I arrive in town. Yours ever, Susan Vernon. Letter Three Mrs. Vernon to Lady de Courcy Churchill My dear mother, I'm very sorry to tell you that it will not be in our power to keep our promise of spending the Christmas with you, and we are prevented that happiness by a circumstance which is not likely to make us any amends. Lady Susan, in a letter to her brother, has declared her intention of visiting us almost immediately, and as such a visit is in all probability merely an affair of convenience, it is impossible to conjecture its length.' I was by no means prepared for such an event, nor can I now account for her ladyship's conduct. Langford appeared so exactly the place for her in every respect, as well from the elegant and expensive style of living there, as from her particular attachment to Mrs. Mannering, that I was very far from expecting so speedy a distinction, though I always imagined, from her increasing friendship for us since her husband's death, that we should at some future period be obliged to receive her. Mr. Vernon, I think, was a great deal too kind to her when he was in Staffordshire. Her behavior to him, independent of her general character, has been so inexcusably artful and ungenerous since our marriage was first in agitation that no one less amiable and mild than himself could have overlooked it at all and though, as his brother's widow, and in narrow circumstances, it was proper to render her pecuniary assistance, I cannot help thinking his pressing invitation to her to visit us at Churchill perfectly unnecessary. Disposed, however, as he always is to think the best of everyone, her display of grief and professions of regret and general resolutions of prudence were sufficient to soften his heart, and make him really confide in her sincerity. But as for myself, I am still unconvinced, and plausibly as her ladyship has now written, I cannot make up my mind till I better understand her real meaning in coming to us. You may guess, therefore, my dear madam, with what feelings I look forward to her arrival. She will have occasion for all those attractive powers for which she is celebrated to gain any share of my regard, and I shall certainly endeavour to guard myself against their influence, if not accompanied by something more substantial. She expresses a most eager desire of being acquainted with me, and makes very generous mention of my children, but I am not quite weak enough to suppose a woman who has behaved with inattention, if not unkindness to her own child, should be attached to any of mine.' Miss Vernon is to be placed at a school in town before her mother comes to us, which I am glad of, for her sake and my own. It must be to her advantage to be separated from her mother, and a girl of sixteen who has received so wretched an education would not be a very desirable companion here. Reginald has long wished, I know, to see this captivating Lady Susan, and we shall depend on his joining our party soon. I'm glad to hear that my father continues so well, and I am, with best love, etc., Catherine Vernon. Letter 4 Mr. de Courcy to Mrs. Vernon Parklands My dear sister, I congratulate you and Mr. Vernon on being about to receive into your family the most accomplished coquette in England. As a very distinguished flirt, I have always been taught to consider her, but it has lately fallen in my way to hear some particulars of her conduct at Langford, which prove that she does not confine herself to that sort of honest flirtation which satisfies most people, but aspires to the more delicious gratification of making a whole family miserable. By her behaviour to Mr. Mannering, she gave jealousy and wretchedness to his wife, and by her attentions to a young man previously attached to Mr. Mannering's sister, deprived an amiable girl of her lover.' I learnt all this from a Mr. Smith now in this neighbourhood. I have dined with him at Hurst and Wilford, who is just come from Langford, where he was a fortnight in the house with her ladyship, and who is therefore well qualified to make the communication. What a woman she must be! I long to see her, and shall certainly accept your kind invitation, that I may form some idea of those bewitching powers which can do so much.' "'engaging at the same time and in the same house the affections of two men "'who were neither of them at liberty to bestow them. "'And all this without the charm of youth. "'I'm glad to find that Miss Vernon does not come with her mother to Churchill, "'as she has not even manners to recommend her, "'and according to Mr. Smith's account, is equally dull and proud. "'Where pride and stupidity unite,' There can be no dissimulation-worthy notice, and Miss Vernon shall be consigned to unrelenting contempt. But, by all that I can gather, Lady Susan possesses a degree of captivating deceit, which must be pleasing to witness and detect. I shall be with you very soon, and am, your affectionate brother, Reginald de Courcy. Letter 5. Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. Churchill. I received your note, my dear Alicia, just before I left town, and rejoiced to be assured that Mr. Johnson suspected nothing of your engagement the evening before. It is undoubtedly better to deceive him entirely. Since he will be stubborn, he must be tricked. I arrived here in safety, and have no reason to complain of my reception from Mr. Vernon, but I confess myself not equally satisfied with the conduct of his lady.' She is perfectly well-bred indeed, and has the air of a woman of fashion, but her manners are not such as can persuade me of her being prepossessed in my favour. I wanted her to be delighted at seeing me. I was as amiable as possible on the occasion, but all in vain she does not like me. To be sure, when we consider that I did take some pains to prevent my brother-in-law's marrying her, this want of cordiality is not very surprising, and yet... It shows an illiberal and vindictive spirit to resent a project which influenced me six years ago, and which never succeeded at last. I'm sometimes half disposed to repent that I did not let Charles buy Vernon Castle when we were obliged to sell it, but it was a trying circumstance, especially as the sale took place exactly at the time of his marriage, and everybody ought to respect the delicacy of those feelings.' which could not endure that my husband's dignity should be lessened by his younger brothers having possession of the family estate. Could matters have been so arranged as to prevent the necessity of our leaving the castle? Could we have lived with Charles and kept him single? I should have been very far from persuading my husband to dispose of it elsewhere. But Charles was then on the point of marrying Mr. Courcy, and the event has justified me here are children in abundance and what benefit could have accrued to me from his purchasing vernon my having prevented it may perhaps have given his wife an unfavourable impression but where there is a disposition to dislike a motive will never be wanting